look Big paper, I increase my wealth, uh Red wine, that's good for my health, uh Wrestle with demons, I ain't take no L's, uh Allow me to introduce myself, I said Welcome to episode two of the Foul Vine podcast with Sarah and Scotty Moe A huge shout out to Jordan Montgomery Our intro music is his single, Introduce Myself Check him out and check out his record label, Driving While Black Records support your local music. Today we will be discussing the um, bottle of the week is the Cupcake Malbec. Um, We will be doing a snake draft of top Venezuelan players in the playoffs and we will be going through our divisional round picks. Look, big paper, I increase my wealth, uh, red wine, that's good for my health, uh. Let's, let's get after it. How are you doing in Albuquerque? Doing great, yeah. So, second episode, we're recording remotely. Um, I'm visiting my family in Albuquerque, enjoying the sunshine. The weather is honestly unreal. Um, having a great time, went to the better balloon fiesta. <laughs> Definitely better than Pittsburgh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. We went to the Bloom Fiesta. We've been hiking up in the mountains, went to Santa Fe. So it's been fun. How's the Dirty Berg? The Dirty Berg is holding up. I have my um, championship game for softball tonight. Okay. Everyone tune into Blue Slide Law. Hopefully by the uh, next recording, I'll be able to call myself a champion. <laughs> All right. I'll hope that for you, Scotty. That's hilarious. Okay. So Sarah picked the wine today. Sarah, do you want to get into why you chose the Cupcake yes. Malbec? So because we are recording remotely, I just wanted to pick a wine that I know that would be available for you also in Pittsburgh. Um, I love Malbec, I have to say, a big fan. Um, and yeah, it's a relatively cheap bottle of wine that anyone can get anywhere. And um, it's really, really tasty. It is from Argentina, um, which most Malbecs nowadays are from, um, even though they started, the grape itself was a, an original grape of the five Bordeaux grapes that started in France, but they're rarely planted in France anymore. Um, so yeah, I chose this wine because I figured you'd have access to it. And I love a good Malbec, um, was introduced to Malbecs by a former employee of the Mets. Um, so brings us back to baseball and it's also Latin heritage month. So taking a wine from South America, um, and we'll give it a try. This is the 2019, um, although the Malbec is, I also want to say, Oh, go for it. No, I also want to say, I think since you moved to Pittsburgh and we've drank wine together, I, th- I want to say we, 75% of the time it's been a Malbec. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I... might be overstating it, but <laughs> we do drink Malbec together a lot. A lot. Yeah, it's my favorite. I just think it's always pretty bold, pretty fruity, um, goes well with a lot of things. So um, I see Scotty has already poured himself a glass. I will pour mine out now. <laughs> Quick ASMR. What should you be smelling? You should be smelling um, a jam, a, a fruity, you know, a dark fruit, both smell and taste. Um, it's a medium bodied dry red. Um, so it goes really well with any sort of beef or meat dish. Um, but it's fruity, but not too dry. And like I said, very full bodied. So um, it goes really well. I'm a big fruit person. So give it a try, Scotty. Let me know what you think or what you smell. 
Yeah, I, I have to agree. It's a compared to last week's wine, uh, the Chianti. Um, it's definitely a little bit smoother. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm definitely getting the the fruitiness, like a like a dark fruit. Um, and I would say, um, you know, you're getting le- it's less tannic. I, I believe that's the way you want to say it. Tannic yep. meaning. You know, the drier your mouth is after tasting a wine, the more tannins it contains. So the wine we had last week, the Chianti, was definitely as dry as it as you can get almost. Um, but I want this this wine is definitely a little bit smoother. Um, I like it a lot. Can never go wrong with a Malbec. Yeah, I agree, and I do love a good berry flavor, um, bringing bringing out the fruit of the wine itself. Um, and like I said, this is, uh, the men comes from Mendoza, Argentina, um, which is in the Northwestern part of the country. Um, but it is imported by cupcake vineyards, which is in Livermore, California. Um, so although the, the grapes and the wine itself does come from Argentina, the bottle comes from California. Um, so I wanted to, I tried to look up to see if there were any Argentinian born baseball players, but that is a market that has um, yet, yet to be, yeah, yet to be developed. So um, was looking up who there are any players from Livermore, California, where Cupcake Vineyards is. Um, and I found one, his name's Mark Davis. He played in the eighties. He was a pitcher. Um, he was drafted by the Mets as well as the Phillies. He, and the Giants, he debuted with, the Phillies. He's played for the Giants, the Braves, the Padres. Um, anyways, shout out to Mark Davis of Livermore, California, where Cupcake Vineyards is. I love that you mentioned the history of Malbec because um, I, when I when I get a bottle, I love reading the back of it. I also love lo- reading the history of the grape. Um, and and the Malbec, a lot of people just think of it as an Argentinian grape, which it it is now. Uh, but they yeah. uh, Malbec did originate in France, um, and I believe a French engineer I remember re- reading this a while ago brought the grape to Argentina, and they're, they grow along the Andes Mountains. Um, yep. That's definitely a a destination. It's it's on my destination list. Yeah, I would love to go there. It's definitely one of the places on my list as well. And um, the back of the bottle says that this well-structured wine offers generous plum and raspberry notes. Um, and I love plums and raspberries. So very excited. Like I said, very affordable bottle too. If you're looking for something light, fruity, um, I saw somewhere on one of the websites that goes really well with taco Tuesday and actually um, had a little bit of this wine last night for taco Tuesday. Nice. So yeah, go give it a try. Great job, Cupcake Vineyards. Really enjoying this uh, 19 Mendoza Malbec. Nice. It probably won't be the last Malbec we have on the on the show. We'll definitely have many more, but yeah, um, this not. is a good start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. So looking around South America, just trying to see what baseball players come from. I was hoping Argentina or Chile or somewhere nearby. Um, there's only ever been four Brazilian – or excuse me, five Brazilian-born Baseball players, the only one that was still active, Jan, G- Jan Gomes. Jan Gomes, yes. <laughs> He's yeah. the, Wait, actually, when yeah. I was with the Blue Jays, we they drafted a pitcher who was a top prospect. I think he blew his arm out. He was from Brazil. His name is – I'm losing his name right now, but um, that was the only other one I knew. Okay, cool. That's awesome. Um, yeah. yeah, so we decided – we love Andre Jimenez. We 
um, are big fans of his. So we decided to focus today on Venezuelan players, especially those who are in the playoffs. And um, according to Baseball Almanac, there are without throughout the history 461 um, Venezuelan-born major leaders. So how about we do a, a snake draft of the top Venezuelan players in the that made the playoffs this year? Okay. I am ready. I have my notes. Are you, you have your list? I have my list. Get ready because the snake comes back around. You got to be ready for it. There's only two okay. of us. Okay. <laughs> I'll let you go first. Ladies first. We'll do five, four or five players each. Um, let's do... Let's do five. Okay, let's do I, it. I hope I have Who is I have your enough. first pick? <laughs> okay, first <laughs> overall for a Venezuelan Falvine player snake draft, I am going to go with, I'll go with Jose Altuve. Love it. Love it. Great pick. Thank you. Great pick. Um, we'll get into that matchup later, but. Astros looked good last yesterday. Yeah, for sure. Um, so now I have two picks. Yes. Um, and my first pick is going to be Ronald Acuna Jr. Yep, could have seen that coming. I kind of left him Braves. out there for you. Yeah. Yes, you did. And I'm. I don't think you're going to like my next pick. Oh. My second player is going to be Andres Jimenez. Love Andres. We got to see him um, at the uh, NGCL and extended spring training um, with the Mets. Um, I had to drive to player. get his drive him to get his social security card. I remember he forgot at the hotel, so I had to stop extra. <laughs> I remember yelling at him. He's making my life that much harder, you know, as an intern. Can't remember to bring your social security card, your passport, so you can get your social security card. Like, come on, man. You had one job. You had yeah. one job. But he was like 16 yeah. at the time, so can't really blame him. But that moment, you know, that, that led to him being an all-star this year. So Yeah, it all comes back to me for sure. Um, okay. So I have two picks now. I'm going to take Luis Garcia. Um, another Astro. I am, you know, stick to the W now. So I'm a big fan of Luis Garcia. He was there when I worked for the Astros um, and just a really nice guy. I've seen him grow up and just really cool to see him dominate and got to love the, the cradle, the rock, the rock and cradle. <laughs> okay. For my next pick, um, which will be my third player, correct? Yes. I'm going to go with Eduardo Escobar of the New York Mets. Eddie Escobar. Yeah. Eddie. All right. I've got two picks. Um, your final? Oh, no. No, not your final. No, I, yeah, I got two picks here. Uh, this will be three and four. I might stretch here because I really want to make sure I grab this one. Um, I'm going as Waldo Cabrera for the Yankees. Okay. One of I my, like it. I think he has to be the most likable player in the league. Um, just young kid, just came up. Um, he plays hard. He barely played any outfield in the minors and he had multiple assists in the last month, month of filling in in the outfield. Um, I hope he's on this team for a long time. He just plays with a lot of energy. Um, someone you root for. Um, I am 
he's my third pick. Um, and then I also saw him play in 2016 oh, cool. when I interned with the Blue Jays. I saw him in Pulaski. Shout out to the Happy League. <laughs> um, and then my fourth pick. Stick with the Yankees. I will go Glaber Torres. Yeah, I knew you were going to take him off my board. Yeah. yeah, scratch him off. I love Glaber. Um, nothing else needs to really be said there. <laughs> um, I believe this is your this is your fourth yeah, and fifth pick now? Fourth and fifth. Right. I'm going to round us out here. I'm going to go Orlando Arcia with the Braves. Okay. Um, nice. And then I'm going to have my super utility guy, former Astro, Marwin Gonzalez. Love it. He's a Yankee now, too. He's a Yankee now, yeah, which I, I do like. Um, and, yeah, I think he's just – he has quality at-bats, and you can put him anywhere, so he's going to round out my team for sure, my Venezuelan all-star playoff pick. Looks like I got one more pick. Um and I'm going to just go with Eugenio Suarez. Yeah, he's Gino. up there. Yeah. Um, I believe he had a home run yesterday. Uh, but he's had a great year for Seattle. Great pickup. Yeah. Um, he's been in the league for a while. So that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. a graphic with our picks or something. Yeah, I like that. I think that's a good idea. Um, I think he took everyone off my, off my board. So well done. Honorable mention. Um, let's see. William Contreras. For the Braves, Ranger Suarez. Miggy. Miggy, even though he didn't make the playoffs. I know, Miggy. but we got to give him a shout out. Mets rookie catcher, Francisco Alvarez. Um, David Peralta, Tampa Bay Ray. Yeah. So. Yeah, I was doing player, or teams who were still who were still in it. but Still guess, in, yeah. Well, I guess not, minus the Mets spoiler alert. So should we jump into uh, previewing the division series or do you want to go through, through our, maybe like quickly recap our picks for the wildcard round? Yeah. Sounds good. Oh, man. So Sarah, how'd you do? <laughs> I did so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I did so bad. I got one out of four. Um, so no way. Oh, that's right. So you had Tampa. I had Tampa, Toronto, Philly, and New York. <laughs> Philly was your one. Philly okay. was my saving grace. Yeah. Wow. I know. I okay. So I mean, hey, it happens. Um, <laughs> you could be Ben Verlander and go over four for the last two years in a row. Oh, that but... makes me feel better. Thanks, Scotty. <laughs> it does. I'm being serious. Uh, <laughs> I think I went two for four. I had Cleveland. Um, actually, I had Cleveland, Seattle. I, I got the AL right. I got the NL wrong. Okay. Um, I had St. Louis and the Mets in the NL. So, um, yeah. You We're, are more uh, of an American League guy anyways, so makes sense. I am. I am. So let's start with American League Divisional Series, Cleveland versus New York. Um, I obviously had Tampa Bay facing the Yankees, but I still have the Yankees winning this series. So regardless, I'm, I'm going with them. Um, New York leads 1-0. Um, as of today, so they're up in the series. Did you watch the game last night, Sarah? Um, I did not, Scotty. <laughs> oh, I'm disappointed. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I I watched the whole game, every single pitch. Uh, Cal Quantrill versus Garrett Cole. I felt like this was almost a must-win for New York. Mm -hmm. um, 
uh, needed Cole to take a stand and and um, have a big outing, um, and he and he did. Um, his only blip was a home run to my favorite player, Stephen Kwan. Yeah, in the third <laughs> um, inning, love it. But um, yeah, I, you know, before you face the gauntlet of Bieber and McKenzie, I feel like they needed to jump out on Cal Quantrill. Not that, Cal Quantrill pitched a good game, uh, a couple mistakes, but um, and win at home. A, you know, definitely you need to yeah, win at home. Yeah, must win game at home in the Bronx. Um, Harrison Bader came up big. Um, and, um, uh, Anthony Rizzo came up big with a two run Homer there. So, uh, much needed start one. Oh, I think, you know, in a five game series, you want to set the tone in game one, especially when you're home and you have your ACE on the Hill, um, Cleveland already playing a couple games beforehand. So we'll see what happens. I believe game two is Shane Bieber versus nasty Nestor Cortez. Yeah. And, and that's on that Thursday. Is- Right. And then Saturday, I believe there's a game, there's a day between each game. And I believe game three, they go back to Cleveland. It's as of right now, Tristan McKenzie versus Luis Severino. So definitely want to get one of those. Yeah. Who do you, and you have um, New York winning this series, right? Yeah, I have, um, I have Yankees in four. Um, I think, um, yeah, I, I think they need to take one of the next two games. And then, um, you know, we'll see what, what game four brings us, what, what that pitching matchup is. So, Yeah, regardless, really good teams. They're built a little bit differently, but Cleveland, like we said last time, really young, really exciting talent over there. And New York has a good mix of um, veteran and young guys, but leaning more towards the veteran guys. Um, just excited to watch Aaron Judge, honestly, see what he does this playoffs because who knows what will happen next year. Yeah, they neutralized him last night, but um, you know they got big at bats from Harrison Bader and, and Rizzo. Um, it's all it's all it's going to come down to the bats because Cleveland hasn't scored many runs in these last three games here in the playoffs. Yeah, um, I I feel like it's it's really gonna we're gonna have to see um, you know if the Yankees bats other than Judge can come alive. I, I think they're going to come away with this series pretty easily. Yeah, I'm with you on that one for sure. All right. Maybe. Seattle versus Houston had a little bit of a thriller there yesterday. Yeah, Houston is up one nothing, um, thanks to the close game yesterday, eight to seven. Um, Astros, Astros scoring two runs in the eighth and three runs in the ninth. So really winning the game in the back half, which is um, a testament to their you know perseverance and not letting the countdown of innings get into their head and really, you know, like know they're, they're the better team or what seems to be at least a close, close matchup, fun matchup because a lot of former Astros are on the Mariners now. So um, mm-hmm. also fun to watch, but excited to see where this series goes. I have Houston um, meeting New York in the championship series. Yeah, I have. Um, yeah, I have Houston. I think it'll go four games. I mean, I, Seattle got off to such a hot, hot start yesterday, and they really jumped on Verlander early, which was key. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they the starting matchup, the starting pitching matchups are like super exciting. You got Luis Castillo and Framber Valdez next, and in Game Three is going to be George, the rookie George Kirby and Lance McCullers. They line up pretty well. Um, I, I just wonder how Seattle is going to bounce back after that deflating loss because um, their bats was, were really going. 
Um, Mariners bats have struggled in Houston this year in the regular season. I, I try not to put too much weight in the regular season. It's postseason baseball is different. Um, but it's a good sample you know, size to draw from to you know talk about the game yeah. and to maybe foresee what you think will happen. Um, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on. I don't know. Did you see what the Mariners decided to do in the last inning? Um, they no. threw Robbie Ray. <laughs> oh no way! Oh wow! Yeah, they used one of their starting pitchers to face Jordan Alvarez, um, and it's just an interesting decision. I, I I don't agree with it, but I almost respect it. It was kind of just you know, hey, we're gonna do everything we can to win Game One and get out one zero. Um, yeah, back the only thing is like. <laughs> It really did. And the only thing I did, you were on is um, he's an alien. He's like his, he doesn't really, he has pretty equal splits. He's not bad against lefties. Um, seems like he's just yesterday we saw out him of this world. in the, yeah, it, it seems like just yesterday we saw him in the backfields in GCL, him and Christian Javier. Um, so true. He, um, yeah. It's it, it, interesting decision, um, but I, I respect it for on, Seattle, Seattle's managers, and like he, he made a aggressive decision. He, and he owned it. Um, but you know that does take Ray out of the next two games starting. Probably I don't know how many pitches he threw. He might piggyback a game, but just interesting decision uh, in the playoffs that you don't you don't see often. Yeah, which I love. I love the a, a manager going out on a limb and just going you know with confidence into a decision. Um, but obviously it's easier for us to say now, like, oh, that wasn't a good decision because we know True, the results. Yeah. So it's just interesting, but definitely cool. And like, I love when managers make decisions that you just, you wouldn't necessarily expect, you know, kind of just change the game up a bit, spice it up, makes things interesting. Yeah. So that's why I said, like, it's, it's easier to say this now, but, um, you know, I think, I don't know if I agree with the decision or if I would have done the same thing, but yeah, I respect one, it. I do. Just, yeah. Maybe in a wild card I, series. Yeah. Or like a decision game, but I, yeah, I, I, I do, I do respect it on Scott services. And like he, he wants to take game one and win at all costs. So, you know, bring in your fire breathing lefty to face another lefty. Um, but hopefully they bounce back in, in game two and keep the bats rolling. We both have Houston uh, going, though, so hopefully Houston keeps the bats going as well. All right, National so, League. National League. Let's see. We have – let's do Phillies Braves first. Yeah, sounds um, good. As you can see, we're on video. I am wearing my old-school Phillies hat. This is one of the the best old-school – Yeah, um, the maroon the with the curly white P. Yeah. yeah um shout out dick allen he's from my hometown should be in the hall of fame um but i have been a philly hater as i said not just because i'm from pittsburgh but i've been i haven't believed in this team at all all year and i'm just gonna own it like i'm owning it right now Good. sporting the hat they they have the upper hand right now against the defending world series champions yeah it's they really wild do. to see uh, they're in a driver's seat. I mean, they jumped on them early. They they got they won their game one with Ranger Suarez on the mound. They have Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola going game two and game three. Yeah, and they closed out game one too, right? Because Atlanta scored three runs to come within one run of tying the game. So they really shut it down when they needed it to. I mean, giving up three runs in the ninth isn't necessarily 
shutting it fully down, but they came away with the W and that's really all that matters at the end of the day. So that's the only thing. Yeah. That's the only thing that scares me going forward with Philly is that their bullpen terrifies me. I yeah. think Anthony Dominguez hasn't been the same since coming back from his injury. They're kind of using Zach Eflin in the closer role. And I, I'm a fan of Zach Eflin's, but um, I'll, I'll be interested to see, like they're going to need really strong starts from Wheeler and Nola, which the, you can bet on them getting pretty good starts from those two. Those guys are studs. Um, I, winning one in Atlanta is huge for them. Yeah. <laughs> they needed to win one in Atlanta. They needed that. To get before they went home to Philadelphia. So no doubt. I, I think they're, I think they're in a driver's seat right now. Um, you know, pressure's on the Braves. Uh, they need strong starts from Kyle Wright and Spencer Strider, two guys who haven't pitched in the playoffs before. I did see a stat today that Strider has has been one of the better pitchers against the Phillies this year. He's like four now with a one twenty cool. ERA. So again, postseason environment different, but they're definitely going to need those guys to come up big to uh, rebound from that game one. Yeah, I'll say it again: pitching wins championships. Deep bullpens—that's what you need yeah. every time. Every time. <laughs> um, random aside, did you see a um, thing about? Um, the Yankees pitcher um, who was he, he oh Raldis Chapman <laughs> I couldn't think of his name oh uh, Raldis Chapman yeah he got a DFA'd yeah that's wild just... yeah uh, I'm a little bit nervous about their back and the bullpen too if I'm being honest with you that that was a strength all year but Clay Holmes has been kind of up and down former, lately former uh, bucko former bucko uh, one of many in the playoffs <laughs> um yeah but chapman hasn't been good all, hasn't been good all year and and he yeah it just was wild how the, that went down when he skipped yeah he's like i'm not coming to the mandatory workout and they're like okay if i'm not on the roster yeah 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 it's just kind of a not a great teammate move but um you know, yeah like I, I what think... is an agent saying to a player is an agent advising him to make to make that stand or is that do you think a player motivated decision oh i think that's i, I don't know if there's any agent that can really tell chapman what to do <laughs> true uh, i mean I i've never the... i've never been a fan of his especially you know since his history of domestic violence and the only reason he was good because he could throw really fast and then he doesn't even do that anymore yeah, I'm counting down the days till we we don't have hard. to see. <laughs> I'm counting down the days till we don't have to see Aradas Chapman and Domingo Herman in Yankees uniforms. It's really yeah. hard to root for guys that have done the things that they've done. Um, Tell and, me about you know, it. I saw Herman made the playoff roster. It's kind of disappointing because I he hasn't even he hasn't been that great this year. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's just really hard to root for those guys that, uh, you know, playing baseball is, is a privilege. Um, well said. and you know, it's yeah. not, not people I want, you know, the younger generation looking up to, um, Yeah, exactly. And it's, and it's been a pattern on both ends. It's not just like, you know, isolated incidents. So yeah, not in the slightest. Anyways, that was a random aside. Um, okay, back to the divisional series: San Diego versus LA, Southern California battle. Who do you got? What do the you got? Rivalry of the NL West. Yeah. Um. So Dodgers went up one zero. Um, right. I I think the Dodgers are going to sweep. I don't know about you. I, wow. I really do. I don't really. You don't have... think San Diego takes one from them? 
No, I don't. I The Pirates swept the Dodgers earlier this year. Just let yeah. the record show. Pirates have the best best opposing record against the Dodgers. That's and insane. When you think about it. That's a probably one of the craziest <laughs> stats. But um yeah, Clevenger went game one versus Julio Urias. Um you know, Trey Turner jumped on them early with a homer and a double. And, you know, I don't think we saw much out of Mookie Betts, but it just shows how much star power they have at the top of their lineup. Like, you so know, maybe much. tomorrow, maybe the next game they don't. I think it's tonight. Um, they yeah. don't have much from Trey, but Mookie will pick him up. Freddie will pick him up. Will Smith. Uh, they're, they're just, they're loaded. Um, you got Darvish on I, the mound versus Kershaw. Love good. I mean, Kershaw's I love watching Kershaw, but he's been there, but he's not always been the best in the playoffs. Sure, sure, and and they also have questions in the back end of the bullpen. Kimbrel hasn't; it's not Craig Kimbrel anymore. Yeah, um, not since I think he just kinda, wore a Red Sox uniform. Yeah, in I, my I think opinion. they're just doing. Yeah, I think they're just doing closure by committee. Um, but they do have a lot of good arms in the back of the bullpen. They have Chris Martin, Evan Phillips, Bruce uh, Gat- Gratterall. Yeah. So another fellow Venezuelan. Um, but, so um, since I had the Mets going all the way, I'm now going to take San Diego versus LA. I'm just replacing the Mets with San Diego. Okay. If that's allowed. So San Diego in four or five? Yeah, I'll say five. And I'll say five. I'm going to go Dodgers in three. Okay. Uh, I, I think it's going to happen. I, Sucks though, but yeah. You know, maybe that's next year they- not fun to they, root for. No, but maybe next year they match up again, mm-hmm. and we got Soto, Machado, and Tatis, um, and it's just two star-powered lineups going at each other. The Dodgers might be without Trey Turner next year as well, but true, yeah, the um, just could look very different. But yeah, so I'm taking San Diego. You have LA, so I can definitely talk shit. So let's go. Yeah, so tonight um, they play game two, and I believe Braves and Phillies are on as well. Um, um, they, so were they were supposed to, early. yeah, they're still delayed. Look, big paper, I increase my wealth. Uh, red wine, that's good for my health. Uh, how's your wine tasting? My wine's tasting great. I love Molbecks. Me too. Cheers. Cheers, Sorry. man. See y'all next week. Look, big paper, I increase my wealth. Uh, red wine, that's good for my health. Uh, wrestle with demons, I ain't take no L's. Uh, allow me to introduce myself. I said, big paper, I increase my wealth. Huh, red wine, that's good for my health. Uh,